this morning, I, I, was, uh, I was struck with a few things. Obviously, we're praying into the vision with Nehemiah, and I'm reading through the book of Mark again, the gospel of Mark. And, um, and in the Old Testament, I'm going through Leviticus, um, the end of it. But the thing that grabbed me, um, and I've been kind of just mulling over for us this morning, is obviously Jesus spoke in parables. You know, in Mark chapter 4, you hear him speaking a lot about the seed being sown, et cetera, et cetera, which we all know. But there's, there's a moment when in the, the parable of the lamp where he talks about, you know, you heard that statement in the world where they say, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Much like my own linguistics in Bisaya, because I didn't use it for 23 years when I lived in the West, I kind of lost it. You know, but the, the word of God, the kingdom doesn't actually work like that. Like, because if you use it, there's always an end date sometimes, right? If you use up a jar of peanut butter, it finishes. It doesn't auto replenish, right? And it certainly doesn't increase. It will decrease. If you look at the world, right, you, you have to go back out and get some more peanut butter. Okay, I don't know why I'm talking about peanut butter. But um, in the word of God, though, the kingdom works differently, much like... Um, this dream that Henry had today, and I think it's quite significant about when you wake up, pray. You know, we're in the system, but we're not off it. We're in the world, but we're not off the world. We're children of God, right? And he's called us to pray first. That's where the boiler room is. That's where the heat and the fuel is for the fire, right? So when I read this, just bear that in mind, because today I want to talk about the measure with which you use what you've been given or what you hear. It says this in one translation. Then he added, play close attention to what you hear. And in this version, it says, the closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given. And you'll receive even more. So play, pay close attention to what you hear. In another version, it says this, pay attention to what you hear. With the measure you use, right? With the measure that you use what you've heard. So the amount, a measure says there's a, a lesser and a greater amount, right? That's how you do measurements. With the measure with which you use, it will be measured to you. A correlation, how much you you invest in what you've heard and you use it, will be given unto you, will be measured. And then this is the kingdom extra. So you think, okay, that's pretty good. And it says, and still more will be added to you. Still more to me says it'll become uncomfortable because you're like, well, that's enough. That's good. I'm good. You know, I've got enough peanut butter in my, in my family jar, in my life, this is good enough. I've got my replenishment. God says, no, actually in my kingdom, it's baliktad, it's opposite. Because I will give you more with the measure with which you use it. So if you use it a little, you'll get a little back. If you use it a lot, you get a lot back. If you use it extravagantly, you'll get extravagantly back. And you think that's enough. No, he says, and then still more will be given to you. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will come. So for the one who has, more, you will get even more. 
But for those that don't use it, even what he has will be taken away. That's the flip side of this kingdom. So when God speaks to us and says, pray, with what measure are we praying? And, you know, and I was reading through, as you read the red letters, the stories of Jesus, the parables, you know, and to the point where it's uncomfortable because the crowds were pressing against him. He was getting worried because healings were happening. And so they were just crowding up to him. He had to go onto the water to get away to be able to speak. Otherwise, he'd been pretty much, the way they describe it, trampled. There is a mass of people coming. The measure with which Christ used what God had given him and he'd heard and God said and he obeyed. The measure with which we obey is the measure with which the, the return comes. But it's even more. So I was like, man, how much do we hold back with what we've heard and what we've been given? We, we do. It's natural. In fact, the human mindset is store up later. It, it, you know, I'm, I'm going to be wise and, and use it a little bit today and then I'll have a little bit more tomorrow. God says, hey, hold up a second. The measure with which you use it, you're going to get and then still more. It will become uncomfortable. That speaks to me of extravagant grace, right? Still the more will be given. That to me is amazing. That's like a whole nother level of return on your investment, on the seed. You know, he says, what does the kingdom look like? It looks like a mustard seed, right? It starts off as the smallest of the garden plants and becomes the biggest. And its branches cover and it creates covering for everybody else. And, it you know, you, you know the parable. So that's still the more. The little seed with which we've been given and we measure back becomes still the more, becomes a gigantic tree that doesn't correlate to the little, the small. So what have you heard God say today? And for us and for those listening on the podcast, what has God said to you today? What has God said to us as a team today? Pray. Behind closed doors. Pray without ceasing. The measure with which we pray, I believe God is saying, is the measure with which you're going to get back. So if we want to see miracles, if we want to see, if we want to walk like Jesus walked, then we pray. We get into his presence. We communicate with God. Right? Um, it says this uh, in Leviticus. The very end of Leviticus is fascinating because it, it gives you um, I think it's Leviticus 26. Um, blessings for obedience and then curses for disobedience. Isn't it interesting? The Bible doesn't make it hard to understand uh, God's principle, God's way, right? So the measure with which you obey, he will measure back onto you, right? Remember that. Pay attention to what you hear. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you and still more will be added. So with that in mind, uh, Leviticus 26, verse 3. If you follow my decrees, isn't it interesting? And are careful to obey my commandments. Careful means that you're really thinking about what you're doing. Because you can do stuff without being careful. We can just get on with stuff. We've been given a vision uh, for the city, you know. Um, with Nehemiah, 
he was very careful. He was cautious about how he approached. He was careful to use everything he was given by the king. He was careful to outline exactly what he needed. He was careful to search out what God had called him to rebuild. Are you being careful with everything you've heard and everything you've been given? The measure with which you use what you hear, what you've been given, will be measured back unto you. And then still more. That's the, woo, that's the tree. We're not talking about vegetables anymore. We're talking about trees, right? It's interesting. It says it's the smallest of vegetable plants. It's like, what? He starts off with a vegetable and ends up with a tree. You, I don't correlate vegetable plants with trees normally, right? You think cabbages and carrots. So here, if you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands, this is what will come. I, God, will send seasonal rains. The seasonal rains. The rains that are in its time. See, seasonal means not out of season, but when it's right. When God declares and decrees this is the right time. You must be careful to obey my commands, to be faithful with what I've called you to do. You know, so if, even if you don't see the results, know that your faithfulness behind closed doors will bring forth the seasonal rains, the rains in season, right? The land will then, will then yield its crops and the trees of the field would produce their fruit. There we go again. Getting back to the trees, the forest, the woods, the place that creates shelter. A tree is an ecosystem for an entire group of creatures, right? Around, if you, if you think about the way that nature works. A tree is critical, for, even for the air that we breathe in the season. It yields forth its rain. If you take the trees away, or if the trees don't grow, what do you get? Like we have here in Davao City, flash floods because there's no longer trees up in the mountainside. There's a natural order. Think about it. God is sharing with us, this is my supernatural order. When you're faithful, the measure with which you use what I've given you will be measured unto you and then still the more. You're no longer seeds and vegetables. You'll become tree level, right? So let me just read it. The land will then yield its crops. And the trees of the field will produce their fruits. Verse 5 of chapter 26, Leviticus. Your threshing season will overlap with the grape harvest. And your grape harvest will overlap with the season of planting grain. You will eat your fill and live securely in your own land. Whose land is it? God has proportioned for each one of us our land, our inheritance. It's what land speaks of. A future a land produces, a land creates a place from which your family will be fed, will be secure, will have a hope in the future. I will give you peace in the land and you will be able to sleep with no cause for fear. Righteousness, peace. You see, the evidence of the kingdom starts with faithfulness. I will rid the land of wild animals and keep your enemies out of your land. In fact... You will chase down your enemies and slaughter them with your swords. And this, this is that tree level of magnification, right? You started off with a tiny seed. Be faithful with what you hear. You measure back because this is the law of the kingdom, supernatural law. Five of you will chase a hundred. So remember the measure. If I use five, I'll get five back. 
God says, no, in my kingdom, your five becomes a hundred. You get it? Be faithful in the small because the tree is coming. And a hundred of you will chase 10,000. The tower of the 100 that we're praying into. Isn't that fascinating? In faith, the tower of the 100 will chase 10,000. And your enemies will fall beneath the sword. So the things, those, those strongholds in our lives, the strongholds in our cities, in our families, in the nation that God has called us into, will fall at the what? At your sword, at the word. At the word of God. The truth is here. It's already all said and done in heaven. So it just has to be here on earth. Our faithfulness in due season, you'll reap the harvest. Do not grow weary in doing good. Do not grow weary. We could flip that in praying. Speaking to myself, do not grow weary, Wood, in praying. Press forward. When you're tired, go back into your war room. Press forward. When you're exhausted, I'm too tired to spend time with God now. Hold up a second. That's a small measure. God says, if you want the tree level of return, not just the plant in the garden, then the measure that you use, then still more I will give. I will be giving you your five to a hundred, your hundred to 10,000. That's a fantastic return. In any business model, you throw in a hundred and get 10,000 back, everybody would be throwing their cash at you, right? Think about it. The odds are phenomenal. That's where God has us today. So I'm asking you, when you're hearing God today, what measure are you using? Are you applying what he's given you? And it starts in the boiler room. It starts in the heat exchange. It starts in the war room, in prayer, and in fasting, and in worship. When we're tired, when we're weak, go back. Pray when you wake. I love that. When you wake up, pray. When you go to sleep, pray. Pray without ceasing. Get back, because prayer is getting into the presence of God, learning to understand, hear his voice, know him as a friend. He want, he like, like we described Moses, he communicated to him as one would to a friend. You can't know somebody when you don't spend enough time. If I only spent one-tenth of my time with Rosie, I wouldn't have a great marriage in my heart and in my mind if I'm not invested 100%, right? Well, our relationship with the Heavenly Father this is a reflection of that, a very small, but yet it is a reflection of that. We need to spend time with him. Then those fears, those enemies, those battles, those doubts will go when we're in his presence. It's like, wow. Pay close, to att pay close attention. Isn't that interesting? It says that in Mark, pay close attention. If you be careful to obey my commands in Leviticus. There's an attention to detail here to move from seedling to tree level, to move from regular garden plants to tree level that creates shelter for others. It's more than you, more than you need. Your five becomes a hundred. Your hundred becomes 10,000. That's more than you need. That's because the kingdom is not just for us, it's for others. So our faithfulness here will see this city transformed. We'll see the wall raised up. The Tower of the Hundred will reach 10,000. We can't do that, but God can. 
So let's get into his presence today and just be challenged with that. Let's measure up rather than measure down today. Amen? Yeah, so I woke up this morning and I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, are you hungry? And the dream that I'd had of those people flooding forward and then raising their hands to heaven and screaming, God, we're hungry, God, we're hungry. And um, so waking up with that this morning and with everything that I would said, um, Elisha in the widow's oil, um, you see her and she, she, he says, what do you have in your house? And she says, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. And then he says, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you've come in, you should shut the door behind you and your sons and then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. There's so much biblical pictorial language here. You shut the door behind you. God talks about praying in the secret place. You, you do it in private. And, um, you know, this call to prayer that we've this charge that we felt through Henry's dream this morning, if you wake up, pray. You know, it's almost like if you wake up, pray. If, if your spirit is awake and then you pray, that was the text message you got, right, after the dream. And um, it's almost scary. If you wake up, pray. There's a charge. Um, but what drove this woman? There's a few key things here. One is her hunger. The woman had nothing. It's in a time, uh, uh, she's, a, she's the uh, widow of a prophet, one of the, uh, one of the prophets, mm. the sons of the prophets. And she says, your servant, my husband, is dead, she says to Elisha. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. And it, the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So this is in a time of famine. So she's hungry. And so what drives her in this situation is the word, the authority she places in the word of God. Elisha says, go and gather everything. So she places, uh, she acts because of the authority of the word of God in her life. And she acts because of her hunger. It drives her to action. And in that she gathers everything. She didn't just gather a few. So, um, and her son, and, and it was contagious because her sons, it says her sons went out and gathered the vessels again. Is that unity of action together of faith. And she poured it out. Now it came to pass when all the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. Mm -hmm. She's still hungry. She's still driven by this vision, by this passion. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. And, you know, so this word of the, the, the measure that you use, it will measure back to you. Everything that she got was filled. And she went and gathered them from everywhere, desperate. And also that uh, the word in Zechariah, where it says the Lord delights to see the measuring stick in the hand of Zerubbabel. The measuring stick was something that measured out a massive area of land. And, you know, that the Lord delights to see that measuring stick in our hand. And what is that? That is prayer and that is faith and obedience. That's the measuring stick with which he will measure back to us. Amen. 